0: is Lorena Junco-Margain, and I'm so excited for this journey. We decided to launch this podcast to share my story with the hope that you could connect the dots of your life and truly be on your way.
1: Today on On My Way, Lorena is joined again by a certified biology environmental consultant, Diana Jabour, to talk practically about how to create a healthy environment for you and your loved ones.
0: Hello, everyone. As a bonus, I want to share with you a trickle effect that Diana generated in my life. So, Diana helped me in my actual home on mitigating the effects of light, water, air, and electromagnetic fields. So, another important thing is if you are starting a project, that being an office, a studio or a home you can start from scratch that's the experience i'm going through right now and diana has not only had a huge impact on our home on how we're building it she has educated our engineers our architects contractors and believe it or not they are also on their way They've been learning. Now we all have glass bottled waters. Diana has helped them and educate them on what the do's and don'ts in architecture, in design, in interiors, in consumer habits. So Diana, just tell us if our friends listening out there are about to start a a project, should
2: they incorporate a building biologist in the team? Yes, it It's so much fun to be able to do it from uh, the very beginning. You know, you can always do a lot of mitigations, and that's what we did with your current home that you're living in. But when you get to start from scratch, you get to jump into the four pillars and work with the architect and the building manager for that total whole health home plan.
0: Do you find any resistance from the architects or builders or they're, they're happy working with you?
2: You know, this really depends. It, if it's driven by the homeowner, then they're going to be on board. Sometimes they are a little more hesitant because some of the materials that we're recommending, they do not know and have never worked with it before. And of course, they're held liable. So they want to know, well, wait a second, What's going to happen? I know I've worked with all of these materials for the last 20, 30 years, and I know the outcome. But hey, everyone, remember,
0: information is power. So you need to have control. You need to be your own health advocate. If you have the information that water, air, electromagnetic fields, light have an impact on your health, you need to use that knowledge, that power, and tell your builder This is important to me. And if they are not willing to work with you, I think it's an important sign that maybe it's not a good fit for you. Because in my experience, we've had an amazing experience with our team. And not only are they good listeners, they're good students of life as well. They're willing to change what they've been doing for many years because they also want a better place for their kids. So remember, we are only all too human and we are all learning. So you wanna find a team that is willing to apply these changes. We're all learning that as the world evolves as quickly, we have more knowledge. And please consider involving a building biologist like Diana Jabour in your project. You will not regret it. Every dime
2: invested will be a much appreciated by your body. And that's true. You know, it was fun for your project because the architect, the builder, everyone was really fascinated. And, you know, the water was really easy, of course, to, you know, we talked about, okay, what kind of material are we going to use for the plumbing? Where are we going to put our whole house water filtration system? How do we pick you know the best choices you're going to do copper we made sure that you know we're doing lead free soldering etc so everyone was on board with that regarding the lighting you know we wanted to make sure that the transformers in the lighting weren't going to be causing magnetic fields for rooms upstairs we wanted to make sure it was high quality full spectrum and when it came to indoor air quality it was the different building materials some of the paint recommendations also what are we using for insulation that's not off gassing a lot of exciting things that you can do that the builder if they understand your goals and maybe that there's health issues, we'll be more open to listen, listening to. And, and especially with like the electromagnetic fields, you know, we recommend you do metal clad cable. Now that's required for commercial spaces, but not for residential spaces. You know, you have the typical plastic jacketed Romex wire for residential. And so some of these things are new. But once you kind of explain, you know, what you're doing, and you show that, you know, you can measure all of these things. This is not just a supposition or we're guessing. We have, you know, these scientific German equipment that we measure each of these fields. And we know that we can lower the fields. And what we're aiming for is the natural setting. Remember, nature is our gold standard. And we want those electric fields of nature, of literally what you'd have sleeping on the ground. We want the magnetic fields, the wireless radiation, especially because we are now being exposed to one quintillion, that's one with 18 zeros, times more wireless radiation than our grandparents. And it is having effects. It's just the information is slow to get out there. So again, taking that precautionary principle when you're starting with a new project is very exciting.
0: Oh my, Diana, this sounds so overwhelming. I have a question. Hmm?
2: This sounds super expensive, is it? There is an increase in cost, but you have to look at the overall picture of your health and your health is your wealth. So as my mom used to say, It's better to pay the grocer than the doctor, meaning buy organic foods, which, yes, is more expensive. But in the long run, you get more value out of that because you have less chemicals and more nutrients. When we're looking at a building, you have less toxins, and it's a health-supporting area. So if you look at having to go to the doctor and these mystery illnesses and the stress of maybe having a sick child, because, you know, at the end of the day— you are only as happy as your unhappiest child. And if you are having health symptoms, you as a mother are having health symptoms, you can't be a really good mom and be focused. But if your child is having health symptoms and mysterious ailments or things are going wrong, they're just not where they should be, we're trying to prevent that. There's no guarantees, of course, but if we know that it's a problem, then let's try to put those dollars to the most important things, which is the Filtering of the water, let's filter some air, and let's choose non-toxic paint. I mean, that's a one huge win, right? And let's make sure that whatever we're bringing into our home, we've vetted. When you
0: say non-toxic paint, believe it or not, I'm not informed. Tell me, what could be
2: toxic in paint? There's hundreds of chemicals that off-gas constantly, and even when dry even when dry it's the building materials are there's probably even the ones that say low voc unfortunately in these days it's there really isn't a set standard but again some of the companies know what people want to hear so what would you
0: look in the label or how how can we tell people what Paint
2: to use. Well I like Natura, which actually is made by Benjamin Moore. I like Roma Bio. And I love Safecoat. Safecoat is another amazing paint. And they have a sealer. So sometimes when people are building home and they have to do the foam, maybe they can't do the rock wool insulation, which I love so much. The foam. Constant state of degradation, off-gassing, even if it says green. Green just means it was made with soy, which somehow is green in their book. But, you know, green is not a regulated word. (laughs) Um, But you could seal that foam with this safe coat and it will seal in the off-gassing. So that to me would be a fix of a little less expensive than maybe doing the rock wool insulation, which you can, I mean, they do sell rock wool at Home Depot.
0: And paint is a big thing. Paint I is mean, a huge thing. People so what huge. repaint their homes every four to five
2: years. And so. you can walk in and you smell that paint. Yes. Those are all chemicals. People get headaches. And if you are moving into a new home, keep those windows open, get those air filters. That is like, I mean, it can cause some neurological issues, especially with children, those paint fumes. And sometimes, depending on the builder, they might have used a less expensive paint that has more chemicals.
0: And what about wallpaper? Is the glue used
2: off-gassing as well? Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. And actually, some wallpapers have PVC, which as we know is the most toxic plastic on earth, and it off-gases constantly and you can't recycle it. So I assume it's a safer bet to just...
0: Pick there's, a beautiful color.
2: Good, well, but there's good choices for wallpaper. I there's love so it. Many I, that's wonderful what I love stores. about you.
0: You you you're so grounded. You give us the opportunity to there's be normal. You know, like. Yeah that you don't have to be this super knowledgeable
2: person. There's good choices that they're available for everyone. Well, if you can't pronounce it, you maybe don't want to eat it or put it in your house. That's (laughs) so true. If it has to be You know, if you're like, hey, can you tell me what is this wallpaper made of? Because they will tell you what it's comprised of. And if you kind of know some of those words, just even look it up, you know? And there's safety data sheets and MSDS sheets, which you can get the ingredients and. Remember, my friends
0: information is power it is we are all on our way we are learning let's be gentle with ourselves
1: lorena junco margain passionate art collector devoted wife and mother is already shaken after fleeing mexico with her family while pregnant due to concerns for their safety After arriving in her new home in Austin, Texas, she learns she has a tumor on her adrenal gland. Although not life-threatening, the condition is serious and requires surgery right away. Having long-experienced unexplained symptoms of dizziness and lethargy that neither medications nor holistic or Ayurvedic treatments have helped, she embraces the news with tears of relief. With a simple surgery, she can regain her strength and joyful spirit. But fate can be mischievous, and to err is human, even for surgeons. Rather than improve after surgery, her condition worsens. On the way to Casalotus is the gripping true story of Hunka Margain's journey coming to terms with the permanent consequences of a surgeon's devastating mistake. Mindful that even good people make errors and that vengeance such as legal action would not mend her broken body or soul, she chooses instead to embark on a quest for peace and healing, beginning by seeking space in her heart to forgive. You can get your copy of On the Way to Casa Lotus on Amazon or at LorenaJunkoMargain.com.
0: Diana, I would love having you back to follow up on all these topics and also learn learn about many little details that we can tweak to make it a better, safer environment for us. I'm going to be vulnerable here. Please tell me, I don't understand the difference between electric fields, electromagnetic fields, EMFs. Is there a difference? Like, can you please explain?
2: So electromagnetic fields are fields of energy that emanate from an electric device. There are four different types of wireless radiation. I'm going to go through the four and then I'll go and give examples of each because the learning curve is steep. You're not the only one. The four different types are radio frequency or the wireless radiation, meaning information is transmitted through the air. The second one is magnetic fields. The third is electric fields and the fourth is dirty electricity. Now dirty electricity is created from all of the appliances in our home that require more or less of the 120 volts coming out of our walls. And it's pretty easy for this. You can get plug-in mitigators, plug-in filters. When it comes to electric fields, there are some common sources. One is the household wiring, the plastic jacketed wiring running through your walls, power strips, cords and chargers, and lamps and lighting, right? It's that ungrounded and unshielded cords and also the wiring in the walls. Then we have magnetic fields, and some of those common sources, one of the biggest ones are the high-voltage power lines that are bringing power to the block and to the house. So that's another tip. Please look to see if you have high-voltage power lines. If you're looking for a home to buy, how close is it to the house? Magnetic fields can also be caused by a charger, believe it or not, some really high fields. That's why we don't want to sleep with a charger plugged in near our head. Electrical panels are also huge emitters of magnetic fields. You can have some faulty wiring, which you can fix. And then sometimes they ground current on a metal water pipe. So those are some common sources for magnetic fields. And then when we talk about the wireless radiation, common sources, of course, you've got your cordless phone, anything smart, Right? Again, that information is being transferred through the air. Microwave oven, please throw out Uh, your. Tell me why.
0: (laughs) I've always heard the microwave oven thing since I'm a kid, but I've never known
2: why. All the microwaves leak, they're designed to do that. It degrades the food to where your body doesn't even recognize it. We can measure, I can measure three rooms away when a microwave is on. That's okay. the radiation that's coming out. But again, it's degrading your food, and you don't want to eat microwaved food. So
0: basically you're eating out. nothing. You're, you're eating that food that
2: your body doesn't really know how to recognize because of the way it's been heated up in the molecules. Wow. So some of the easy tips that I'm going to tell you with wireless radiation, please go hardwired. It's faster. It's more secure, it's more reliable, and it lowers your exposure to remember that to be carcinogen. It's just so
0: counterintuitive since all the world is going
2: wireless. And then you're telling us to wire? Wire, because again, I feel like people are not getting a good product. It is more secure. It is more stable. It's faster when you're you're hardwired. So if you can go hardwired, please do. I mean, there's a reason why every financial institute requires hardwiring as far as hacking concerns. Also, put your router on a timer. You don't need that router blasting Wi-Fi in the middle of the night when you don't need it. little $15 Christmas tree light timer, and that router will go off at 10 when everyone goes to bed and pops back on. As simple as that? Yes, as simple as that. If you have to have Wi-Fi, because some people do, they can't hardwire everything. I would say the majority of my clients are looking to hardwire everything. So they hire an you know, AV guy to come in and figure out how we're going to hardwire their home. But sometimes it's not possible. Or maybe the husband says, well, I want the capabilities of having Wi-Fi. And so it's as easy as turning, either unplugging it or putting it on a Christmas tree light timer, if you know the pretty much the hours that you need it. And if you need it, you just turn it on. That's right. And so also, I always say opt out of a smart meter. It's emitting high pulse radiation. What know. is a smart a meter? A smart meter is what the cities and the utilities are using to monitor your electric usage. The interesting thing about this is I feel like not only is it a health concern, because where is that smart meter and is there headboard on the other side of that wall, because it's emitting very strong signals that carry information all the way back to the utility plant. So but it, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm
0: interrupting, but Now I'm having this impulse of how will I I deal with government
2: and how they install their... Well, most cities do have an opt-out plan. So you call the city and say, I'd like to go back to my analog meter. Another thing that the city is doing is they're harvesting your information because every appliance has its own little code. So now they're tracking your information. Oh, you're using the refrigerator at this time or the washer or... Uh, the dishwasher, this is your high usage time. Now, whether or not that might be used in the future to then do a staggered pricing schedule to control when and how you use your devices. I think it's a privacy concern, and it's a health concern, and I think smart meters are a no. So if you So can't... it's
0: a CC of calling your yes. provider and telling them, I want to go analog.
2: Yes, I want to go analog, I do not want to. And you might have to pay a little bit more per month because that means the meter reader has to come to your house like but they did. But
0: remember, paying right now means preventing for the future. And that is very true. Diana, if I had to pick the big no's, To not have in our bedroom. And everyone listening, please just keep this information. And if there's something you need to stick to, and then we'll go deeper on the next episodes. Tell us, Diana, about those things
2: we need to protect. Well, first of all, definitely go for a battery operated clock, don't have anything plugged in next to your head. And really look at all the electrical devices within about six feet of your bed and don't have any live extension cords or hidden power strips plugged in under your bed. Please try to eliminate electric blankets and electric pads. Listen, those hot water bottle heaters are fantastic and stay warm for three or four hours. That's what I would recommend versus doing some of those electric pads. Also, in your workspace, make sure you check for cords and plugs and move them as far away as possible because all of those strips and what's plugged in at your feet, your body is an electrical conductor and it loves to carry those fields. And it can be a really big drain on you in the afternoon. If you ever get really tired in the afternoon working on your computer and you've got all these things plugged in, the electric fields can be incredibly, incredibly draining. So move those cords as far away as possible and don't plug them in near your feet. And remember, don't leave your devices on at night.
0: I would like closing today with a thing that was just, you know, when you showed me, oh, there's this website that can measure cell phone signal. So could you tell me a little bit about that
2: website? Yes. So antenna search is kind of fun because you can put your address in and it'll tell you all the antennas and the cell towers around you, which might give you kind of an indicator of what some of your ambient levels are outside coming in. But I will tell you this, Lorena, it's hands down, I would say nine out of 10 times, it's the devices in your home that you brought in that are creating high, high levels of So even if I
0: want to blame someone else... Yeah, you can't. You can't. (laughs) Why? Because you need to take ownership. I've learned this with my health. You need to be your own self-advocate and not be a victim of the government, of the medical provider, because we need to have informed good decisions and remember we are all on our way and we are learning so thank you diana for your amazing knowledge talent and for giving us time to all the listeners remember we will have diana back all the information you can find it on the link to the podcast and we've been talking to diana jabour she's a building biologist of jabourenvironmental.com and you will find all her information on our link Thank you so much, Diana. It's been a pleasure to learn from you and be benefited from your services, but above all, being your friend. I love
2: you. Thank you. I love you too, Lorena, and thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have this journey with you as you've grown as a person and our friendship has grown. And I'm very excited moving forward uh, with the changes that you've made. And I'm grateful that your listeners are taking the time to be proactive to make these steps to a healthier home. And I wanna just remind your listeners and your friends and our friends that, you know, at the end of the day, we are very strong and we will take these steps moving forward. And it may seem a little difficult, but sometimes you have to have a hard day to have an easy life. And an easy life means one with health and the wealth of our friends. But I love thinking about, yes, maybe today's a hard day, but overall, we're doing it to live a wonderful, healthy life.
0: That's so beautiful. Let's all build a better home a better future. And thank you, Diana. Cheers to hell. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to On My Way with Lorena Junco-Margain. We'd like to invite you to send us your thoughts and any questions from this podcast by emailing lorena at Lorena You can also reach out to us directly through our website by clicking the link in the show description of this podcast. Special thanks to executive producer, Casey Helmick, studio engineer, Joseph Olguin, audio and video editor, Scott Caro. This podcast is a production of Terra Firma and recorded from the historic Arlen Studios in Austin, Texas.